Yep, the rivet guns are running. Hey, good morning and welcome to another edition of the Patriot Radio News Hour. I'm Eric Cedarstrom, and we're live from beautiful Deer Valley, Arizona, on this 18th day of May 2020 in the year of our Lord. And this show is brought to you by the Patriot Trading Group. We offer real money for real people, gold and silver. Take the time to put it away, get a hold of it, and get and hang on because we are in for incredible economic times ahead. Call us at one 800 951 or you can head out to our website at www. I don't even know. Do you still have to say www.allamericangold.com? Updated daily with news to comfort the disturbed and disturb the comfortable. I hope you had a fine weekend as a good portion of the country was released from lockdown. However, you've got quite a dichotomy going on where you've got some parts of the country, people are standing in line to get into bars, and in other parts of the country, people are standing in line trying to get food to feed their family. Yes, this is quite the conundrum. And if you saw 60 Minutes, where you had uh, Jerome Powell, there he goes, my, uh, my mic's breaking down, where you had Jerome Powell on 60 Minutes last night, and of course this morning the country is full of hope. America is full of hope. The world is full of hope. We hope we're going to get out of this. We are all praying. You know, they had a gal on from India on 60 Minutes. She made quite a prophetic statement. She goes, everybody's yearning for the way things used to be prior to the coronavirus. And we're all looking forward to the future of when we get out of this. But right now, every day is Tuesday. We have no present. We're just stuck. The country is stuck. The world is stuck. And it is a very interesting statement because that's how a lot of people feel. Working from home or locked down, you can't, places that you can't go, things that you can't do anymore. And we're all just biding our time. But Americans this morning are feeling happier and less worried than they did just a month ago, according to a Gallup poll released. The Americans are reporting they are a lot less worried than they were in March. Of course, you can thank the equity markets for that. The uh, stock market this morning, don't don't ever underestimate the powers that be. Last Monday, the Dow was up 500 points. In spite of the fact that over the weekend, the futures markets were getting hammered. The same thing last night. Futures markets are flat. You got gold running. Uh-oh. You got gold running. You got, uh, our mics are cutting in and out this morning. I don't know why. And... Uh, we get here in America, and the Dow's up 800. Well, last Monday was 500 because of Gilead. Today is Moderna. So the vaccine du jour and the plunge protection team and the economic stabilization fund are holding everything together for us. Thank God. Huh? Do you feel better? Do you feel better? 47% of American surveys say they worried a lot just a month ago. Now 72% say they're experiencing happening, happiness. So God bless America. I'm joined with uh, president of Patriot Trading Group, Joe Jaquint, family member. Joe is in pain today, so he's, he's going to try to get through the show, but he's got some tremendous shoulder pain. And I see it in your face. So how you doing, kid? Hey, how are you, buddy? Uh, yeah, I'm going to – I had to make an appointment uh, to go to see the doctor today, yes. So wait, to go to an emergency room? 
Well, well not an emergency room, but well, it, it is the doctor. Okay. It, it, well, but it's an urgent urgent care because that's how they are now. Yes, you got. Yeah, that's a, an emergency room. Not quite, apparently. I so. don't know. Look up urgent. Okay, how urgent is it? Well, my apparently arm is not, dangling and not urgent enough. I I would I would probably cut off my arm right now if that meant I wouldn't be in any more pain. But I I have to talk about the the Moderna one today because I was like. Wow, this okay. Well, let's find out. And, I, and and this this was happening early in the morning. And I'm up early, and so I said, "Oh, when I get to the office, I'll find out about it." Ready for this? Um, they had this study, and there was a couple hundred people, eight people, the healthiest eight people they could find. So this this first study is you can't have any issues, can't be sick, don't have a cold. Hopefully you never phase one. Phase one, but you couldn't have the virus yet or anything like that. Uh, eight people they gave this uh, injection to. They actually had to give them two injections, uh, and eight people reported the what they're saying are like the antibiotics, if you will, that similar people that have recovered from COVID had. How about that? That that was so. That's the big what that news. created. Yes. Well, good. So, huh, well, again, a conundrum, but you know we're going to see these, and this is it. Everybody wants hope, and hope, 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 and I'm one of them. Let's get out of this and move on with our lives. Let's hope it's true. I mean, I hope it's true. But I, when I, I'm like, eight people, come on, real, we're going to go up. Can we have a little bigger sample, please? Well, and they also said Jerome Powell, which I'm going to read some of the transcript after the break from yesterday. And this is why we do what we do. And they papered over that this morning. Well, the Dow so. was going to be up already overnight when the future started. The Dow was going to be up 300-plus points. Gold was uh, almost hitting an eight-year high uh, while, while we were sleeping last night. And they were talking about it. Now, I didn't hear it, so I'm, I'm, a, I'm curious to see. But all the headlines were Jay Powell was like, hey, we've got plenty more ammo left. Don't worry. We're going to keep printing money, and everything's going to be wonderful. Well, you're listening to the Patriot Radio News Hour. We're live here in Phoenix, uh, KXXT, 1010 Family Values Radio, and also up uh, Children of the Corn up in Johnstown, Colorado, up through Nebraska and Wyoming at 1360 KHNC. Thanks for tuning in. Just getting started on this Monday. Uh, Got to get out of first gear. Hit the clutch, baby. We're going into second. Hang on to your hats. Monday, yeah, it's another edition of the Patriot Radio News Hour. Somehow we survived the weekend. Uh, I had to get a battery for my wife's old Suburban, and I had my granddaughter, Emma, four-year-old Emma, and her and I, we got a thing going, me and her. And uh, so I can't take my granddaughter into the auto parts store without a mask. i got to put it on her, so she's not going to put one on unless I put one on. So we both went in with a mask and bought a battery, and I yes. got to tell you, it felt really You're, weird. You were under orders from yeah. your daughter. Yeah, I have no way my daughter's going to let her go in without it. So I did it. Rather than fight it, I just right, did just... it. But, but I got to tell you, I mean, I looked down at her, you know, this beautiful, beaming young child thinking, what sad days to be, you know, in this country. It's a great way of training, so, though. Yeah, she put it on and she held it on, so it was way too big for her face, and she held it on. She didn't say anything. She never does. She's a good kid. She doesn't cause any trouble, but let me tell you what. Here's the problem. I think Moderna 
is run by conservatives. So the Republicans are going to get the vaccine first. (laughs) That explains the latest poll today. 77% of Republicans are feeling better about everything, while 66% of Democrats. So, yeah, we're feeling a lot better. Well, things are starting to open. You know, my unsigned... Now, I, I have an unscientific poll. As you know, I, I have connections in the bar and restaurant industry here in town. And I will say this. Now, I don't know. I wasn't there. But I heard the the bar restaurants Friday and Saturday were jam-packed. Jam-packed Friday Saturday. Uh, now were, that would make sense, though. They, right, they were not. They were sort of busy Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, not so much. Friday, Saturday, totally jam packed. The places that were just restaurants, uh, not as not as packed, not as good, and and some of them was downright miserable. Just just the places that were just res- restaurants. Well, I'm going to cover some of the uh, minutes yesterday from the sixth for. Some of the transcript from 60 Minutes. So, so Jay Powell was on 60 Minutes They yesterday. interviewed him. Now, okay. what's interesting is every time Jay Powell has spoken, every time, well, most of the time, the equity markets crash. Right. It's a right. 50-50. He's like the old Forrest Gump box of chocolates yeah, guy. You never know right? what you're going to so, get. So the, when he came out with the, uh, the Fed meeting, Right, it was a disaster. The Dow was down big, all that stuff. So, so we had to rebound on sixty minutes. They had to give him a redo, uh, and they've done this multiple times with Jay Powell when he when he screws up and and isn't positive enough. They got to get him out on TV again to, to to right the wrong, Eric. Well, somehow the Federal Reserve is now a great American institution. That's what his words. He was asked. He was asked, when was your aha moment that you knew you had something to do? And he says, well, you know, so we saw it coming, and we had been thinking about what we would do. So the thing about the Fed is the Fed is an institution. It's a great American institution, and it's full of highly capable people. Now, I want you to listen closely here, many of whom are now in high senior leadership positions. Well, the bankers, listen. The banks are up this there. This is how they got to remember. This is how they got this this third central bank into power back in 1913, right? They they infiltrated Congress. I mean, that's what they did. And of course, now uh, they're all over uh, the political landscape. So he went on to say, so those people now that are in high places have seen what happened in the last serious crisis, and we're here to help now. So we got together and we thought about things to do. And we just did that around the clock for a period of about four weeks, of just putting old programs back into play, inventing new programs, intervening in various markets, just to assure that the markets are functioning. So, so this is called capitalism? This is called free enterprise? Well, he I says mean, I'm just... we're not trying to move markets to a particular level, of course. Uh-oh. No, not, not to a particular level. We, right. we want to move them, but just not to a particular level. We just want them to work. We want you know people to be buying and selling. So, you know, it felt like we really needed to act, and we did. Well, they were doing the buying. That's for sure. Listen, there was plenty of people wanting to do some selling. So Pele asked him, fair to say you simply just flooded the system with money? That's interesting how that's- you can have you got pals and stocks and everybody but gold's down this morning. I want you to think about this. That was the question they asked him. 
Now, if you were the Fed chief and you're doing an interview and they go, so basically you just flooded the system with money. How do you answer it? What do you think Alan Greenspan would have said? Oh, I, I we would I would have needed a, a thesaurus because I wouldn't oh, have yeah. understood half the words he had used. And, and it would have been, it would have seemed like a denial. Well, he was saying that's exactly what we did. Greenspan would have made it seem like, oh, no, not at all. Right, right? it would have been. Right. Yeah, but whatever he said, you wouldn't have known right, what the hell it right. was. You probably fell asleep <laughs> during it and took a nap and woke up and, and after it was over. He would probably say something like, well, the conceptual continuity of the arithmetic, you know, something like that. But what did Powell say? Yes, we did. <laughs> Jay Powell, listen, it's Jay Powell. <laughs> that's what he said, yep. So you flooded the system with money? Yes, we did. That's another way to think about it. We did. Where does it come from? Do you just print it? He was asked. Again, none of this. How could gold be down 19 bucks? How is it even possible in in an economic system that was founded on sound money? He says, we print it digitally. So as a central bank, we have the ability to create money digitally. And we do that by buying treasury bills or bonds for other government-guaranteed securities. And that actually increases the money supply. We also print actual currency, and we distribute that through the Federal Reserve Banks. So you're just printing money. Yes, yes we are. That's what we do. Well, so there it, you have it, all in 60 minutes. And again, though, no, maybe this is where we, we're at with the central bank and why I think we're on the... The, the the final leg, if you will, of, of fiat currency, because before, decades and decades, they wanted to deny this, right? They didn't want people to view them as an institution that created money out of thin air, and they worked very, very, very hard to protect that, right? It's kind of like the plunge protection team. Remember, they used to deny that ever existed. Maybe we're just at the point where the markets want him to come out and say, yep, we just printed the money. We just well, bailed it all up. That's what they wanted him to say. He said it right on And they wanted minutes. him to say, we're going to keep right on doing it. I've been in finance most of my adult life, and I looked at the TV, and it went, I went, oh. <laughs> That's the first time I've ever heard a Fed rep go, yeah, we're just printing it. We don't even have to bother to print no. it. We'll just make it digitally. So this is where we're at today. So it's just. 60 Minutes goes to commercial on CBS, and I don't know what, it's some drug for some STD, and there's two gay men kissing on CBS on 60 Minutes. I used to watch 60 Minutes with my dad, okay? I mean, I'm 12 years old, we're watching 60 Minutes, and this is, if that came on, tell it, my dad would have smashed the TV to bits. I mean, it's amazing the world that we live in today. Somehow, that is considered okay, but yet, they have to, you know, we're banned in China. <laughs> Conservative talk, anybody who questions anything is taken off of Facebook. You know, I mean, anyone, oh, yeah, they're, they're, all, they're, everything they're is on censored. a big cleanse right now. Everything is censored everywhere. U.S. lawmakers and officials now are crafting proposals to push American companies to move operations and key suppliers out of China that now include tax breaks and new rules and carefully structured subsidies. They're going to pay you to leave China. Now, right after the men were kissing on 60 Minutes, I got to thinking about the Chinese rhetoric. I said to my wife, the anti-Chinese is not good. It's not good. And she told me, you know, we were kids. Everything was American-made. 
a pair of Converse All-Star basketball shoes. Any kid who played right. on, in a gym. And they were canvas, by the back Right. Then. You had to have good shoes to play basketball, you know, and everybody knew it. And, you know, back before everything just flew off of printing presses and things were real, it, they were expensive. I mean, oh, a yeah. pair of Converse even my wife, you know, in in the eighties, early eighties, those were a hundred, hundred and fifty. They were expensive. Listen, is, as a as a sports family, right? When you got your basketball shoes, that was intended. Listen, that those shoes were your basketball shoes for the next year, right? Oh yeah. And, and then when you got done with that year, those shoes now became your okay. Now you use those to play outside shoes. And if your parents caught you outside playing in your new basketball shoes, yeah, you, there was a beatdown coming. Trouble. Right, big, big trouble. trouble. Right. And those shoes better last. And if they, they, were, they were expensive. Yeah, and if they didn't last, too bad, right? So what is a $150 pair of shoes? They were made, I believe, in the textile mills in, uh, Probably uh, in the, the South. In, in the Carolinas. Carolina, Carolina. I think that's where Converse came out of. So, so you want to move it back? You want to move it back, okay? So be careful. Be careful about going after the commies because we gave them everything. Everything. People are starting to realize that. Only you had to listen here. You had to listen to right-wing radio about everything that was leaving America because people didn't believe it. They're starting to believe it now. But if you want Americans to make Converse All-Stars, and don't forget you got OSHA and every other bureaucracy and layers and layers of red tape to get factories in and safety and unions and other. Right. And what do you think that pair of tennis shoes is going to cost? Right, and you got, you got to remember, too, you got to play the pro athlete to be the sponsor of the shoe Absolutely. and all that on top of it. I, I don't know, 500 bucks. Oh, come on. You couldn't even breathe on the laces for $500, pal. You know, 150 in, in the early 80s has got to be seven, eight, nine hundred bucks. I'm guessing a pair of Converse All Stars put them at about 1,200 to 1,300 a pair. That's what they're going to cost. That's what's going. If you're going to bring it back, we're going to have to bring it back. Now, I don't know how we get the mills and the looms and get a, and the technology back here. I think we may have to shoot it out. <laughs> I mean, how are you think Beijing's going to go? Oh, just kidding, Yankees. Yeah, here you can have it all back. No. No. Plus, nobody knows how to run those things anymore. You've got 30 years of free trade. Well, you've got a quarter century of free trade where the mill rights and all the know-how and the technology and the intellectual property is gone. This is going to be nothing more than what I call made-for-TV type comments. Nike and Com- they're not pulling out of China. China's got 1.3 billion people. And they want to sell them Nikes and Converse. You think the Chinese are going to say, oh, yeah, go ahead, close all your factories down, but we'll still let you sell shoes here? Not going to happen. I know. They, so be careful. This anti-Chinese rhetoric has massive repercussions. The only thing that gives us the strongholds, because the only thing we export is food. Yeah, we have food. Right. They have a lot more people than and we dollar have, debt. And we export dollar debt. That's well, another I think thing. Those days are over. Yeah, it could be. Negative rates? What, you think China's going to be? You know, I lost send my money. <laughs> We're going to send all our yen over there to D.C. I don't think so. This is all changing. It's not coming back. It's not ever going to put the genie back in the bottle. So, And again, the government has touched everything. They've touched it all. So as I started out, you got people standing in line to get into bars in some country and people standing in line to get food. 
I mean, this is the dichotomy that we're at today. And it's very real at both ends. Very real. So I don't know how they're going to fix it all besides what the uh, Fed, the Fed chair, that is not an American institution, by the way, for the generally dumb public watching 60 Minutes last night, that it's not an, a, a government institution. It's a private entity. But yet he got, he got away with saying that and assuaged everybody. And have you noticed that this still stands true today? Today, that we are not heading into a recession. We are never heading into a recession, and we're never in a recession, but we're already recovering from one. How'd that happen? Why are we always recovering? Uh, all right. I'm going to see if I can beat Joe at arm wrestling during the break here. This is the Phyllis Schlafly Report, a daily commentary continuing the conservative pro-family legacy of Phyllis Schlafly. Now the president of Phyllis Schlafly Eagles, Ed Martin. 100 years ago today, a child was born who would one day shape the course of human history. Pope John Paul II is credited with many great accomplishments during his time as Pope from 1978 to 2005. But few could compare to his tireless fight against godless communism. It's no wonder he felt so burdened to be a part of this fight. He himself was born in Poland before the Iron Curtain fell. The life of Pope John Paul II proves that the fight against communism wasn't just political, economic, or militaristic. It was a spiritual battle between right and wrong. That rallying cry voiced by the Pope was a banner millions of oppressed Eastern Europeans gathered under. Support poured into the Solidarity Movement in Poland to peacefully resist the Communists because of the Pope's blessing. Solidarity's leader, Lech Walesa, who served as Poland's first post-communist president, said, quote, The Pope started this chain of events that led to the end of communism. Before his pontificate, the world was divided into blocks. Nobody knew how to get rid of communism. In Warsaw in 1979, he simply said, Do not be afraid and later prayed, let your spirit descend and change the image of the land, this land, end quote. These words of inspiration commemorated by Walensa were life-giving inspiration to oppress people under communist rule. On this 100th anniversary of the birth of Pope John Paul II, we should take a moment to reflect just what our duty should be for the cause of freedom. The Pope could have easily dismissed the fight against communism as a political matter beyond the scope of his papacy but instead he embraced his duty to empower others to pursue freedom. Our duty is no different than his. When freedom itself is at stake, there is no room for us to say, I'm just not a political person. We all must take a stand. We cannot be afraid of the personal cost to us or our families. Pope John Paul II never let the assassination attempts he survived stifle his voice. We must boldly proclaim truth, until all peoples of the world can experience the sweet taste of freedom. What stand will you take for freedom today? This has been the Phyllis Schlafly Report from Phyllis Schlafly Eagles. Whether it's the vision of our founding fathers, the courage of our veterans, the moral compass of Christopher Columbus, or the fortitude of presidents like Lincoln and Reagan, the truth of history should not be undercut by liberal ideology. At Phyllis Schlafly Eagles, we honor history even as we look to the future. Join us at phyllisschlafly.com. That's phyllisschlafly.com. Hey, 
welcome back, Patriot Radio News. I'm Eric Cedarstrom, Joe Jaquin with a sore, sore shoulder uh, out in front of me. You got Wendy out front, new gal Brooke. Uh, Brooke is uh, being trained. Uh, Wendy, after 1,000 years of being our head office gal, is getting ready to retire. Uh, congratulations to her. So Amazing. God, how long? Weird to be open so long, so... Anyway, uh, she'll Wendy will be missed, kind of. <laughs> <laughs> she can still call and whine and complain to me anytime you want. They say don't bet against the American consumer. That's the word out today, Joe. So, well, you know what? I, I like the thought of it, and again, I do. And let's be positive, and let's hope these eight people uh, today are going to lead to some type of of a vaccine. But here's the real news today. United Airlines today said they've got 25,000 flight attendants. Uh, they said they need 3,000. That's it. That, that's all they need. They need to get rid of the other 22,000 flight attendants. Wow. 25,000. Now, that's United. So do this. You know, get you got rid American. of 22,000? Southwest, right? They all got the same boat. You think we could retrain them to make Converse All-Stars? Right, right. You know, uh, how about this one? Office Depot. Says, hey, we got to close the vast majority of our stores, laying off 13,000 people. Uber, who just laid off a couple thousand people a few weeks ago, today said, hey, we're laying off another 3,000 employees. J.C. Penney, who filed for bankruptcy again Friday afternoon, has said this morning they're going to shut at least 25% of their stores. Uh, open table that's the the app if you if you eat out a lot you're you're in towns and you're looking for places to eat open tables the app most people use they're saying 25% of all restaurants in the United States are going to go out of business and said that's probably the best case the big thing was though the ones that don't go out of business they're coming back with a lot less staff, according to Open Table. Well, that goes without saying. So I'm not going out to dinner anytime soon. They have to look at uh, they they they've now started a reshoring fund. So they've stocked it with 25 billion dollars to encourage U.S. companies to revamp their relationships with China. And Thursday, Trump signed an executive order, the International Development Finance Corporation, respond COVID-19. Uh, outbreak that now gives U.S. overseas investment agency new powers to help manufacturers come back to the United States. So this may be the plan. Now, again, the reason everybody left, and I don't care whether it's Converse All-Stars, baseball gloves, clothing, automobiles, uh, all manufacturing was so, such, so laden down with so much bureaucracies that they were unable to turn a profit anymore. Now, if it all comes back, and this is how the plan is to go from a service economy, because remember, we were a manufacturing economy, went to a service economy. Now we have to go from a service economy back to a manufacturing economy. So, you know, once again, uh, the Cuyahoga River will be completely stepped in sewage, and you can light it on fire on Christmas Eve. You think there's any, right? That's just how ridiculous this is. Again, it's made for TV. The comments, oh, on $25 billion. They may move some places out of China. Some plants may move, like Apple. Apple's opening something in India because they want to sell iPhones to the billion Indians as well. 
Yeah, but, but they've but got that, their own problems. Right. Did they show less than 60 minutes before the coronavirus? You know, like a picture of downtown somewhere in India. Mumbai or right, something Mumbai, like whatever, that. And, and you can't even see it. And so it makes L.A., you know, look like clean. And now, because they're all shut and everything's crystal clear. Now, coronavirus was according to the 60 Minutes guys. Interesting show. Uh is created by climate change. They could go hand in hand. So, oh, here, of course. So, I mean, of course. Of course. So it's, everybody's Absolutely. got a finger in the pie here. So there's plenty to go around. So, but I don't know. Here's one of my. I, I should have saved this for this coming Friday, but this is breaking news. A county coroner is challenging Colorado's state health official for saying that a man who tested positive for COVID 19 died from the virus when the investigation showed that the man had clearly drunk himself to death over the weekend. Montezuma County Coroner George Devers determined that Sebastian Yellow, 35, died of acute alcohol poisoning after his blood alcohol content came back almost seven times the legal limit. Apparently, he was muttering something about Jack Daniels Friday when they found him. But the state's Department of Public Health and Environment said he died from coronavirus. So they should have to be recording the same way I do, Devers told CBS Denver. They have to go off the truth and facts and list it as such. But it wasn't COVID. It was alcohol toxicity. Yes, he did have COVID, but that was not what took his life. The Colorado Department of Health and Environment told the station that we classify a death as confirmed when there was a case who had positive SARS. So if you have positive SARS, boom. Positive corona? Yep, positive, yeah, COVID-19 okay. or SARS. SARS-CoV-2 to COVID-19 is they automatically classify you in there. So they pointed out that the classification such as yellows could mean the virus is way overcounted. So. Well, that goes both ways, right? And that's the thing. We don't know, and everyone, you know, people are saying, oh, it's undercounted. Half the people say it's undercounted. Half the people say it's overcounted. Half the people say it's a conspiracy. The other half says it's not. Half the people say it was created in a lab in China. The other half say it was naturally occurring. I mean, I don't know where, where what to believe. Uh, well, I'll tell you, the economic numbers, they're trying to massage those. What they try to tell us Friday that retail sales are down 16%. One thing j Powell did admit that the unemployment rate is going to be 25%. Yeah. It already well, they, is. They already know. See, they already know the number. But they get know. this. If you make less than 40000 a year, the unemployment rate now is 40%. So, interesting. Whoops. Yeah, whoops. And then there's an interesting whoops. story about uh, credit unions in America. It's on the front page of, uh, well, Business and Finance, a Wall Street Journal today. It starts, when Nevada's governor ordered all non-essential businesses to close, Rick Schmidt told his wife, well, there goes the strip. And with it went the jobs of scores of borrowers who owe him money. Mr. Schmidt's the chief executive of West Star Credit Union, which caters to employees of Nevada's gaming industry. Thousands of blackjack dealers, bartenders, hotels, housekeepers, they all borrow money because they're all members of the credit union. And it just goes on to say about how that nobody's talking about it, and the they're not banks, and they're not put in place, and they're not getting bailed out right now, but yet... It's a massive problem. Yeah, so. And when we're talking about borrowing, they're borrowing money for, for automobiles and mortgages, and they got credit cards through the credit union. Yeah, they say now uh, one in four has asked for uh, payment delays. So this is the, the real 
country that we're living in. So now you've got the with deferred payments everywhere that uh, and they're not reporting on the credit score. So they don't want to do that. They're figuring out a way for people not to default. So the credit score is slowly becoming the same as eBay feedback. It means nothing. It means nothing. The bankers are starting to figure that one out. you taking time out of your busy lives to allow us in. So get ready. There's going to be a new fee on everything from telephone bills to power bills to restaurants, especially flying, everything. It's a new surcharge. It's called the COVID-19 surcharge. On all the money that people have to spend to make their, their uh, offices and their businesses safer. Speaking of offices, uh, Manhattan, the Manhattan commercial skyline, an American icon, the uh, well, the alpha and the omega when it comes to setting office and lease rates is uh, got a problem right now. They're starting to figure out that uh, companies, people can work from home. They're productive. They're getting things done. The technology is there. And now you've got 38% of all leases in some form, commercial leases, in some form of default in Manhattan. It's hard to fathom. Hard to even imagine. What? 38 percent. Well, they shut it down. Skyline's well, been I, empty I will for say 60 this. days uh, there. De Blasio says at least mid-June before they're even going to open there. So that number is going to get worse. Well, so a lot of the people just worse. quit paying, obviously. And they're like, well, bail us out or do whatever. Sue me. You know, go ahead. You can say that to anybody right now. Go ahead and sue me. Because the only way you're getting into a courtroom is with a jury is through Zoom. <laughs> probably be like the year 2095 so just get ready how about nascar nascar had a, a race i, I watched see it. i knew you would i don't know how here's why even bother with nascar so no fans right no fans so the place was nope. there wasn't like totally one empty. guy sitting with a 12 pack of beer like one guy the whole place <laughs> <laughs> nothing right so let me ask you i mean why don't they just go to driverless nascar so now you got fanless why not go driverless electric? <laughs> well, they, they did. You know, they were doing that e-racing thing. Why the same thing, right? So now you got no fans, no pit crew, and the Bill Gates team. Think about how much money you can save, right? You don't have to have a pit crew anymore. You don't have to buy tires or gas. I mean, I guess you got to come into the pits and get fake tires and fake gas. <laughs> right. right. It's all automated. Right. Nobody's there. You just turn on your TV. You're, and it's going to the, the air gun will randomly stop working on some guys. Oh, he had a bad pit stop. What? It's a I computer. Know. How did he have a bad pit stop? I mean, it's just where we're heading, right? So, Nobody anywhere. Okay, listen. I gotta. I gotta confess. I'm in a ton of pain. I, I I barely left the couch yesterday. I was watching ESPN. It was like the John Madden, uh, Tecmo Bowl, Super Bowl championship game between these two guys online. I'm watching online football. Oh God! And the guy that won it did not throw a single pass. He ran every, every single play. play. <laughs> yes, and you watched it. And I watched. Well, it. you are hurting. No. So. <laughs> the guy won forty grand. You know, 
I heard him interviewing the NASCAR guy today, too, this morning. Like, oh, yeah, I want to thank everybody. It's great. Really, it was real important. And I'm like, well, what's going to happen when we go driverless electric? Will the, the Gates team win? They go to Bill Gates and go, yes, I'd like to thank the Google, Facebook, Microsoft, Kentucky Fried Chicken car. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think they can pull that one off. So. The Amazon Netflix car. <laughs> They got to get like Taco Bell on it or something, don't they? <laughs> Amazon Netflix McDonald's car there. blew out a tire, went into the fence. <laughs> they picked it up with a drone, <laughs> brought it back to the crew. Yeah, I mean, that's where we're heading, so I don't know. 1 800 Remember the day oil was flowing in the streets and it wasn't worth anything? Turns out the Chinese bought it all. Bought Did you see it that? all. Like, there is an armada of ships heading to China right now. Uh, I, I saw the last number I saw was 117 super tankers filled with crude oil heading its way to China, right? And, you know, that just makes sense to me. This is why you really think we're going to take everything away from the Chinese, right? They just single-handedly may have saved... Uh, half a dozen oil companies here in the United States with all the oil they just bought. Oil actually cracked $30. Well, remember, we got to go back in time a month ago or so when the last contract expired. Yeah, it was and negative I said, 30 Right, and I said, don't get used to it. I said, this is all merely, I said, because the price of oil is going to skyrocket. Since that day, uh, our Bob was 53 cents a gallon. It has now doubled. Okay, it's 100-something dollar. You know what? I did, did say that. say that. that. Yep. Just get ready. It's going to double again here by the end of by the end of uh, probably the summer, August. We should double again, and then probably double from that again, which should get us about nine to ten dollar a gallon gasoline. It's going to save the economy, though. Don't forget, I told you everything's going up. Everything, everything. It's the only way they can fix it. They don't want a depression. They have figured out they don't want a depression. So. I gotta figure out what's doing this. What, what happened? I don't know. My mic goes off. Or, oh, maybe my headphones. It's your, so I, yeah. my headphones went off. Your, your mic's okay. good. My mic's good. Okay. All right. Well, you're listening to Patriot Radio News Hour. Here's a special you don't want to miss. We haven't run any Indians since I've been back because well, they so don't have them. There are no Indians. So, but there are now. We've got a hundred ten dollar Indians, and they are stunningly beautiful coins with the headdress on them. I mean, they're beautiful gold pieces. I mean, if you got to, if you got to hunker down and you have to hold hard currency, you might as well hold something that's absolutely stunning, and you don't have to pay a lot for it. They're the same price as Liberties today, actually. West. Way cheaper, way cheaper. So take advantage of the pullback. Buy on the dips, from the dips. We're your favorite dips. Uh, you can get $10 Indian at 1025 today, plus shipping and handling, or add uh, additional 2% on a credit card. We've got 100. This is what happens. You get a little intervention. We had a couple of sellers pop up. Things are getting two-way markets again here. The uh, government is scaring everybody, you know. They're like, God, anyone who's watching it, the hedge funds, the hedge funds are buying every piece of gold that they can possibly get their hands on worldwide. And the news is absolutely mum, just completely mum on the fact that this massive, massive flight inequality is going on. You know, the market's gold was up, what, 50 bucks last week? You know, that should be literally about five minutes of trading when the cow breaks out of the barn. We'll have Don't wait until it doubles or triples. 
add to your portfolio if you can, while you can. Take that stimulus check, get a $10 Indian, and you'll have a little money left over. Final segment coming up. Radio News Hour. Markets are all over. Dow's up 800. Gold's down 15. Silver's up 47 cents. Big move, silver. Yeah, it's finally starting to catch up. And I had a thought over the weekend that a lot of us remember us old timers, the Hunt Brothers, when they cornered the silver market in the late 70s into 1980 and they drove the price to $52 an ounce in 1980. You know, they did that. They did that with $50 million, and what they bought was 90% currency bags. They bought all the junk bags. They literally ran the market with $50 million. And I'm thinking, you know, 1980, a new Chevy Suburban was about $8,500 for a loaded one, for a nice, nice one. And today they're 85000 And you could corner a silver market with $50 million? What if Jeff Bezos... I'm going to get him on the phone. I'm going to have him place a $1 trillion order this morning. Could you imagine? Somebody's going to do it again. Somebody with more sense, you know, than uh, money is going to turn around and do this. You should see tremendous amount of money buy up all the physical, and then they put the guys into the pits. It may have already happened. I mean, we saw the silver market like when the tide went out a month ago, and every silver eagle, bar, coin, junk bags, everything, gone. I, gone. I now think, the markets are moving I, up. I think we're about $2.5 away from silver being back available again. They'll let you start buying it after it crests $20 to the ounce. That's just my opinion. Uh, silver's still up pretty big today, almost $17 and 50 cents. Gold's off uh, 10 or $20, depending on where you look, 10 or $20. Uh, we got two lines still open. The Indians are moving fast. Uh, $10 Indians at 1025 That is a huge discount. One of my favorite coins. So the Indian and the and the two-and-a-half-ounce pan pack, which is an octagonal. Oh, yeah, you can't find those. Oh, well, they're out there for $500. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying I have one. I'm not saying I don't. But if you got 10 Indians... You'll love them. They're stunningly beautiful. Call us in here. Joe, you're going to go to the dock and get your head removed? No. Yeah, well, yeah, well, that'd probably be an improvement. You have to make an appointment in the urgent care? What if you're laying on the street, you've, you're, you've flipped your Harley at 90 miles an hour, and the paramedics Well, then you've got to go to the hospital, I guess. Well, we can't get you in. you got to make an appointment. So we're going to circle the building <laughs> with the lights on. Woo, woo. I don't know. I don't know if I have to have a mask or not. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have mine with me. I have one in the car. But, uh, yeah, so I'll let you know. I'm not touching that. one 800 Tomorrow we'll talk about stories breaking on uh, how we have to check in on Social Security with uh, everything that's going on. I mean, the money is losing its legitimacy quickly. You know, with the Dow up 800, the uh, the current administration is able to say to Pelosi and the and the liberals, what what stimulus plan? We don't need a stimulus. If the Dow was down two or three thousand today, we'd have a three trillion dollar stimulus plan by four o'clock. You understand that this is how these markets work now. And don't tell me that the hedge funds don't know it, and the people that really move things don't know it. So they may have moved it up today, so they can really hammer it, and we can get some more money to the injured and homeless in Scottsdale, Arizona. Because it's very important. So, and really, when you look at what it buys, what do you really get for the money? That's what do you get for question. the trillions? And they, there's no list of what you get. 
Nobody knows. It just goes out there. Oof. So, Joe, you did good. We brought you back to life. So, poor guy. He's had uh, seven shots of Jack and uh, half a dozen ibuprofen. We'll get into the doctor. Hopefully it's not terminal. We've got uh, 60-something of these Indians left. Almost immediately and locks them down. We'll send them. God bless everybody. See you tomorrow morning. Good Lord willing. Patriot Radio News Hour. We're gone.